Kill the Bill Explained Kill the Bill is a civil movement that emerged in response to the police, crime, sentencing and court spill. This is because many are unhappy with the proposed legislation, resulting in protesters taking to the streets to campaign against the bill. On 17th of January, the national movement took to the streets of London as well as cities across the country. They called on the House of Lords to reject the bill. Although there are many aspects of the proposed legislation that are concerning, the anti-protest measures have seen society in an uproar. This element of the bill could give the police the jurisdiction to end protests if they are too disruptive or noisy. The bill would welcome lengthy prison sentences and harsh fines for actions that cause serious annoyance. It is for this reason that protesters are calling the new measures authoritarian. In fact, last Monday, the bill suffered from a series of defeats in the House of Lords, causing them to advise the government to rethink its preposition. It is being branded an attack on human rights. Removal of the rights to protest and freedom of speech do not go hand in hand. Fascism at its finest. There are many aspects of the proposed new law, which resulted in the Kill the Bill protesters drumming outside Parliament as the Lords debated the bill. The noise apparently being heard by those inside the chamber. If the policing bill is passed, major changes would be made to the criminal justice system in England and Wales. This includes police powers, offender rehabilitation and judicial procedures. Described as draconian, the Kill the Bill movement has publicly called the policing bill a dangerous and unnecessary piece of legislation. It also says that it endangers the rights and safety of every single one of us. Last Monday, 238 peers voted for the Labour-led amendment to remove Clause 57 relating to noise levels and disruption from the bill. Only 171 members voted against it. The isolating posit law would mean that a protest would be restricted if noise generated by persons taking part in the procession may result in serious disruption to an organisation or individual. The government says that these aspects of the bill are in response to the disruptive protests in the years 2019 to 2021. These include protests held by Extinction Rebellion and Insulate Britain. However, a surge of protests erupted in Edinburgh, Manchester, Bristol, Liverpool, Newcastle, Cardiff, Sheffield and Plymouth as activists took a stand. They demanded the Police and Crime Bill be scrapped entirely. In London, protesters banged their drums and chanted outside the House of Lords. Our issue 4 cover star, Chantelle Lunt, was amongst the protesters in Liverpool protesting against the bill. 
She was approached by a police officer from the Metropolitan Police and warned for breaching legislation. They claimed she was singing with amplified equipment and that they couldn't play music in certain locations. In a statement from the Liverpool Echo, the Met Police said the area outside the Palace of Westminster is a controlled area where the use of amplified noise equipment, such as a loud hailer, is prohibited. This prohibition does not state that you can't play music in certain locations, as the officer claimed. Since his defeat in the chamber, the Lords have asked the government to rethink the 14 amendments made to the bill. Proposed and rejected. What other amendments to the bill were agreed on and which have the Lords asked the government to think twice about? Opposition peers voted against several measures, including plans for police to be able to stop and search anyone at a protest without suspicion. However, they did propose a new amendment to the bill, making misogyny a hate crime. It was also agreed to launch a review into needle and drink spiking. Harper's Law was also agreed upon to be implemented, which inflicts a life sentence for the manslaughter of an emergency worker. Today, the legislation will return to the House of Commons for its third reading. It will be debated and voted on again, and vice versa, until the two houses reach an agreement. Only then will it become law. The parenting conclusion. There is no denying that everyone is unhappy with the circumstances of the criminal justice system as it stands. The take away our right to protest, alongside all other measures, is inhumane. While the House of Lords want the government to rethink its decisions, Kill the Bill protesters want it to be scrapped altogether. We hope that today the amendments are reconsidered. The only good thing to come out of it so far is that misogyny is finally a hate crime. Paranting will keep an eye on the situation and update you about the passage of this bill. Keep an eye out for issue 4, where Black Lives Matter activist and parent Chantelle Lunt speaks out about life as a protester and a former officer in the police force.